Go Loud presents Read the Room. But you know what? Um, will give me stomach cramps. What? Haribo jellies. Apparently, it's the gelatine. But I still, if, if someone opens a bag, do you remember you came in one day and there was a bag of Haribo open? Someone left all the fried eggs, and I ate them that. all. And you, this and is Esther, were like, you have no idea whose hands were in that bag. And, yeah, well, fuck it. Hands, still haven't hands had, up most. Still, have, yeah, but they left all the best ones. No, no, that you're like one of these weird. You eat the coffee sweets out of the uh, tin. I actually don't. Oh, right, but if okay. they're the only ones left on Stephen's yeah. day, <laughs> says the fella needs chewing them okay. off the ground. I'll <laughs> <laughs> give them a go. Hello there. I'm Maya Dump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paddy Courtney And I'm Maya Dunphy And you're listening to Read the Room A podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stores of the week Where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being a zos, failed to do just that Paddy, how are you? I'm just cranky, Maya Oh God, here she goes, why? <laughs> I'm just cranky and annoyed with everybody getting so cranky and annoyed these days I know, and you know what, you're right, people are getting angrier Read the Room, folks, and just calm down, calm down Calm down the world is getting angry. Oh. There's, there's no denying it. I'm a patient guy, but, and, but like the, the littlest things are getting on my mind. I'm, I'm fucking on my wick. Like it's just okay. Like, I, I, we, we need to kind of unpick this, I right. think, because let's face it. Now where we are in 2022, not even post-pandemic, really. The pandemic's yeah. not really or over. Post-post-post. Ever post-post-post-post-post-pandemic. We're my has a stutter now. <laughs> people are. They have. They're entitled to be angry now. You yeah. Know, people yeah. are kind of at their wits' end, the end of their tether, but. This, the right this, this predates that. This predates that, and I kind of bring it back to even kind of you know think about Brexit and Trump, which was oh. all we can you know we can't I can't really think pre-COVID. So it's kind of difficult. I think got BC before COVID, but it's really easy to get people angry. I was thinking about this. It's harder to make people Trump laugh or make car. them happy. <laughs> but someone like Trump and uh, what was it that, that Trump said? And he said, um, "I bring rage out in an interview in." With pride, as if it's a, oh. as if it's a good thing, something to be really proud of. But it's really easy to make people angry. You know those people who drag you down because they're always talking about the misery and the shit stuff, and then you leave going, "Now I'm angry and sad too." Yeah. And throughout history, like you know, revolutionaries, like the Che Guevara's of this of, of of history, they got people riled up, but with a point, you know, to overthrow a government or to start something new. But someone like Trump doesn't have. Just like, you know, he's a narcissistic Dick. wanker with a giant ego and he's getting people angry because he doesn't have the smarts or the common sense to be able to uh, bring people together. So it's that kind of divide and conquer attitude. So he makes everyone really angry and then just fucks off. Yeah. And then you end up with like the capital riots and stuff like that. So I think it's easy for idiots to make other people angry. And then what happens? You just have people enraged. But then do idiots join in that? Because then I'm, I'm wondering then, is anger a currency? That these people use because misinformation, like you know, we had we had bombs and bullets and guns, and that poor shit is going on right now in, in Ukraine and Yemen and Palestine and these places. But with like, is anger a currency that Putin, it's not? Putin's an angry, yeah. angry, angry man. I did see a post last night though, and this guy said, "I'm an oncologist. Putin is dying," and it showed a picture of his face, and he goes, "I see this on the oncology ward so often." Do you know what that that rumor's been around for a while? Oh, right, Are you sure then. that guy was a qualified oncologist? Uh, 
Declan O seven three six six hyphen hyphen three oh nine at Twitter. Bitcoin for life. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag cryptocurrency NFTs. A, oh, oh, what are NFTs by the way? I see this and I'm afraid to touch it in case I buy something. Non fungible to... tokens. I uh, don't get me started. Non fungible. Non fungible tokens. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's I ridiculous. <laughs> uh, listen, it, it's a bit like Bitcoin. Unless you got on, unless you got lucky at the very beginning. Do you remember when someone sold a digital painting, a digital piece of artwork, and um, there's some comic that just said, you know. Click, do a screenshot. Now I own it too. Um, right. And people make these weird comparisons, like saying it's like, um, you know, owning the Mona Lisa but having to leave it in the gallery. No, it's not. That's a physical, tangible thing. Right. Yeah. And the thing about digital art is, it's not like somebody painted it on a canvas with a brush and took whatever twenty-four weeks to paint something. They made it, and it can be technically a screenshot is the exact same thing and oh, doesn't wow. lose any quality so I don't know is it, it. the Emperor's I don't, New I, Clothes kind of a I vibe I think it is and it's no surprise to find out they're actually um, decreasing in value there's people right. who gone like this like the fella who did that first piece that sold it sold for 60 grand everyone was amazed and it sold for I can't remember but it was it sold for millions a matter of weeks later and my dad was on to my dad's finance and he's like, Maya, these NFTs, I know. do you know anything about them? I said, yeah, I don't, dad. I said, stay away, stay away. But they're oh, wow. mental. Yeah. Anyway, we, we digress. We well, digress. not really. Because well, they're going to make people angry. very angry. Exactly. So if you got in on the bottom floor of anything, be it Twitter or Facebook shares wise or any of these things and all these other people didn't, and the same way, you're going to get angry. So go back to the time when this our, our government told us, hey, we're going to sell Aircom. Get involved in the shares. You know, it's the oh, best Jesus. thing you can do. And even like there was credit unions and banks offering loans and people to go, you know, you're, a, yes. you're mad if you do not get involved. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, um, and we're, it, it, it bottomed out, it plummeted. And then there are certain people kind of involved in the game went uh, oh did you not sell like on half two the second and day yeah, afterwards herd, and they made the money mentality and everyone Got felt angry. like they could be um, an investor well same with the property the property market when property I bought my apartment in 2005 and I'm not going to lie like I had family help even back then to do it because I couldn't have done it by myself um, and I was kind of stretched to the limit with my repayments but the the property company and the bank I, I got about four or five pieces of correspondence from them saying we will because they could see that I think my parents were guarantors for me on the loan because I didn't earn enough to not need a guarantor in case I'd skip the country and they said you know if if your parents will go guarantor we will give you enough money to buy a second apartment at development and they I mean if I I wasn't so sensible they made it sound like a no brainer and this is what happened to people who bought apartments in Bulgaria and around the world and they the letters got increasingly more sort of enticing saying we will just give you this money 100% mortgage you buy a second apartment in the same development it is a no brainer you will rent that out you will pay off your own mortgage so basically you will be paying out nothing and you have two apartments I was like hmm after the fourth letter I rang them and said this is really irresponsible Stop sending me these. And then, of course, the bottom fell out of the whole thing. And then, you know, that bullshit of, should we all party? No, we didn't. Most people were just trying to buy a home. And, of course, you know, it's all cyclical and we're back into it now. But there are lots of people who made those investments. And I don't blame, I don't think they were greedy. They were just, you know, if you're sick, you go to a doctor. If you want financial advice, you go to a mortgage broker or a financial advisor. And they did. And they were saying, take the money. You know, just take the money and buy it. There, I mean, you'd need to now to buy a very basic starter home in Dublin you'd kind of need two people on six figure salaries we're I probably, don't know anyone yeah, like that yeah, I don't the last generation six figure salary that. I know and, and yeah. I you know and I got in by the skin of my teeth it's sad and before like before Covid I had 
sort of a, like lofty ambitions to maybe, oh, because I have a two-bed apartment, to maybe I'll sell it and try and get a little three-bed house with a small garden. Yeah. And now I'm just, I'm genuinely just grateful yeah. to have some. But somewhere. it's a false economy then. You sell one and then you find out that small little cottage you want to build is 700 million thousand oh, yeah. quid. No, no, like no, so. no, but I'm, I'm grateful so, to have a roof So this is the rightful place to be ang- yeah. angry at. So no, but at ang- the institutions like anger is are- normal. Anger is normal and it's a healthy part of being a human. It's a healthy part of life. Is it? Bar- but when anger becomes like the dominant cultural force. Yes then you have a problem. Yeah. And again, like with Brexit, like with Trump, that kind of slash and burn politics where you burn it to the ground and you go, now what, what do we have? Now we just have burnt ground. But it was clever, yeah, but, but it was clever misdirected anger. So these fucking despots who run certain things were able to kind of veer people towards, st- don't look at that shiny thing that you should be angry about, but here, have a look at this thing instead. And that's yeah. what the likes of Trump or Boris are. And all, but it was all lies and all misinformation. and all, all from Putin. NHS money on buses and things like that oh. and now people are left but again it's, it's the ordinary people who are left with nothing what's that film Network the 70s film where the guy oh, says yeah. I want you to go to your windows and open them and shout out what is it I'm mad as hell I'm not going to take it anymore we should all do that when, when politics, when media, when social media, when all of it gets you riled up and angry, you're walking around like this pent up little bubble of rage. I actually feel tense talking about this now. And that's why you always see stories. There was one that went viral and it was um, a woman had left a really angry, aggressive note on the windscreen of an ambulance because oh, it, no. it was blocking her driveway. The lights were still flashing and they were in a house a few doors down. Oh, no giving CPR to somebody who subsequently died. Oh, and they put, they photographed this picture and put it up on Facebook saying, you know, we're paramedics, just so you know, this is not the first time it's happened. And you would assume an ambulance in your street with the lights flashing is probably there for an important Jeez. reason. And someone said, I don't care if you're saving lives. On the thing it said, I don't care if you're saving lives, there's no need to block my driveway. I'm late for work now. Oh, this like, entitled shit. Oh and you know God. what I have to say? You just reminded me about people walking around angry. I, when I was living in London and... That would make you angry. It, it, no, actually, it, unless you have to commute at peak times in London. Try being an Irish nice. fella called Paddy living in London in the 80s. <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Where's the Semtex? Sorry, you should have gone with your middle name. That would have been easier. This is my friend Cornelius. <laughs> See, now all the competition winners are going to know what the middle name is now from what now on. What competition winners? There's every... Oh, forget it. <laughs> do we, do, do we, we should lost. actually start reading the email address you, that we give out oh yeah. in case there are people I thought you were reading it do you think I was reading it yeah oh Jesus oh my god who the hell's reading it <laughs> sorry go back to like, let me take you back to London there's a monkey in the basement tap 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 anyway in London and oh god this was gold I I don't drive I didn't drive then there was a Sainsbury's near me that I would walk to and it was a nice part of London so full of flash cars and people driving from only 100 yards away and up by the door of the supermarket there is the disabled space and then I don't know three or four um, parent and baby spaces and this woman drove in and I only noticed her because I was walking across the disabled space and she kind of paused to let me go and she was like head turningly pretty like in this big SUV really glamorous looking woman and I kind of walked and I did for a second go She's not disabled. There's no one in that car who's disabled. But I said nothing and she didn't knock me down so I just kind of waved. And then someone else went on their horn coming up behind her. Opened the window. You can't park there. You That's a disabled space. And this person wasn't disabled either. And there was a load more spaces where the parent and baby ones were. And she kind of, you could just see the glint in her eye. You could see she's been here before and she knows it. It was a brilliant moment. And I had to kind of, me and someone else kind of paused to see what was going to happen. And it's like the rage and she's, she's like, yeah, yeah, you're fine, you're fine. And the other person just kept beeping. And then this beautiful woman opened her door, swung her legs out. I say her legs. She only had one. Oh! <laughs> and, Paul McCartney's ex. I know. 
Uh, and she that had this kind brilliant. of, and she obviously, <laughs> I think she'd been here before and did it deliberately. Yeah. Because she then had this, um, oh, that kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a half a wheelchair thing that goes under your knee, like uh, that your knee goes on it. All right. So maybe she had a prosthetic leg she wasn't wearing, <sighs> so she just had this thing to wheel on. I think she maybe did. She probably just did it for the crack. Going, Love it. I'm going to drive my fancy car, my beautiful face, park it here, just enrage people. That's great. Because you know the message is always disability isn't always obvious. Visible. Yeah. So, you know, don't assume. And That's that woman great. then just kind of went, and took off. I love it. Like she's nothing. been dealt a shit hand. I know. And she's going like to find those little moments of joy. I know. Fuck you. I think there was a, a Rowan Atkinson sketch, or forgive me if anybody tells knows who actually said this or made this video. And the, something similar a car pulls into a, uh, a, a disabled space, and there's somebody else enraged, beeping you. Oh, you can't park there. This is disabled space, and there's just no good. The person gets out of the the man gets out of the car and opens a big white stick, and then walks off with the white <laughs> stick. So I think it was Rowan Atkinson, or if if it wasn't that, but please, he was driving a car. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but that, but the, the the parent and baby parking just enrages people by association as well. There's people who are pedestrians, and look, if a car park is empty and there's five. Yeah. A parent and baby space. I always say mother and baby. You've got to say parent and baby. Now, it's usually always a mother with the baby, let's be honest. Like, oh, I don't give a shite if someone parks See, there. They want to nip well, in quickly. The I, I'm a if driver. The pla- if the place is busy, then yeah, have yeah. a bit of respect. Okay. I I had a separate, like, I don't have the cloud on my phone. I just download all my photos and uh, I was looking for something recently. You couldn't keep yourself in the cloud. You'd be arrested. I, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because there's there's no room anymore because my head is there. But the um, car... I had a, a segment, a folder called Parking Wankers. Parking, parking wankers. wankers fucking drive me insane. But that's probably just bad and parking par- people that's are exactly going across the line. Yeah. So like, you know, it, and it doesn't matter. And I don't care. Like, you know, I, well, I do kind of. I'm, I'm not a fan of SUVs um, or, or gas guzzlers. You don't need those thing. cars in a city. So, yeah, or, or anywhere. And you know, there's people, again, here's another thing that makes you angry. There is a company that, God, you, you, can pay, you can pay them to spray muck on your SUV when you live in the that city. That is not true. That, that is not true. Googleize it. It's out there. Okay. And that, look, I'm vexed just thinking about it. I'll go back to the parking wankers. These people who park, it's almost as if they do it on purpose. It's just that inch over across from, I'm from someone Google else. That. Dirty protest. We, oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> two girls one car park space <laughs> it's just <laughs> no are you serious yeah 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 so there's like, the, like oh, there are stupid things out now, there now I'm now like yeah. I can just feel every bit of now where cringing. I live there's a lot of SUVs and there's just no need for them you're only in fucking my life I know. just like there's no so there's those things car things make people angry people not indicating this like, oh, I, like no, I'm probably no, angry at something that being bullied in school but I take it out on the people indicate just let, like, let me know where you're going. Give us an idea. Well, let me tell you, as a committed pedestrian, Ooh. can you imagine how even more enraging that is? Oh, just like... So you so, wait somewhere there's no traffic lights or somewhere there's a car coming out and you go, okay, well, I presume you're going straight. But you're turning... You're a prick. Now yeah. it's, you know, but if you're... It's, you're I read on, you're something walking, online recently. It's raining. Yeah. I'll, I'll often do this with my hand. Um, for the listeners, she's opening and closing her fingers. Oh, right, I always okay. go, bup, 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 to make kind of flashing. And look at me going, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm- oh my God. I think I would throw coins out here. Like, you know, <laughs> she's looking for, chuck her an apple. What's she trying to do catching this? Um, but there was, I, I saw something on Twitter that reminded me of a joke I used to tell on stage. The joke I used to tell on stage was, it was all about indicators. And it was my uncle. And a true story, he used to say like that, you're driving along the road and he'd pull into his uh, driveway along this long stretch in, in Mount Rath and said like that, what are you, why didn't you put on your indicator? And his answer was, sure, doesn't everybody know where I live? <laughs> and I went, you 
happened? They did until the, the Arctic truck crushed his car and killed him while he was um, that's trying not, to... That's not true. No, it's not true. Okay, thank <laughs> God. To be fair, if he lived in Mount Dorothy, probably did because my friend lives there and I can put her name, Mount Dorothy Leash, and it gets there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I found oh. photographs of us. Did again. you? I'll tell not you about more. that. Yeah, How yeah. did... I, I just like I don't, can I, I tell I didn't you, take any photos I, back then. I was known in the, the like in the out and out bits back in the day. I got a camera early, and I love taking photographs, and I love the post mortem. I always can't wait for a night to be over for the post mortem the next day. And part of that post mortem is taking photos. photographs. Now, amongst the people that I'm not a share, I don't like. I like. I think block stuff from people tagging me on online. I I don't like these. I've randoms. noticed you can't be tagged on Twitter. I've yeah. tried a few times. Oh, okay. Lost the run of himself. Sorry for that. No, no, but it's just. No, no, I get it. I yeah, get it. but like it's just. Ugh. Anyway, the thing is, I shouldn't worry because when I was doing my bold stuff back in the day, it was a kind of a say cheese, <laughs> snap. So I, there was no phones, there was no that. But when I got a first digital uh, camera, I took loads of photographs. So weekends away with mates, parties in town, and pubs, and that, I take photographs, That's and so people great. go, "Thank you so much for." on to them so we found we were looking for some publicity photos for uh, we are doing the 6 o'clock show and I didn't tell Maya um, but I, I found photographs of us in the green room they're from 2006 doing, I think I've yeah, worked, you worked that out from Podge and Roll show the live Podge and Roll show and the crack and I'm so glad I have them and I kind of think it's just in case and deep down and like it's kind of sad story in a way deep down I think like when all when I get broken and I'm sitting in a wheelchair sad old home next uh, week <laughs> I, I, I just want to keep them for yeah. posterity and just go back through all these old videos and old photographs yeah I don't I don't want to uh, make this even sadder but obviously like I lost my mum only 10 weeks ago and I have found such a comfort in photos my mum hated her picture being taken but luckily after my son was born 6 years ago nearly 7 years ago um, only grandchild so kind of the you no. Know, we were all like ah oh, no I look a mess don't take pictures so now I do have lots of pictures of my mum with him and even things like for that my mum's generation who didn't take many pictures or videos I have a few where you know it's her voice in it and they're really comforting Right. And I think you're right. Those yeah. pictures are lovely. And the ones of us, like, we look so happy. Yeah. Don't we? It's just, and I don't, we look and the so thing about it is, do you know, that, that's the after. Uh, do you remember being show. happy? Do you remember but being happy before you were enraged no, all the time? <laughs> but with those things as well, but, but with photographs, what makes me angry if, if someone takes a photograph and posts it of you, and I think this is why I, I stopped doing it. So they would look fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. In the photographs. And you they look, look like a lump like of. You've been excreted by a large animal. Yeah. And just go like, so, yeah. Oh my God! I, I um, it was great to meet you or see you at the gig and you know tag Paddy Courtney and and then you, the worst <laughs> thing is they know that. they know that I think they do and, and they don't say anything and they go me. oh no you look grand and you go, oh come on grand. I'm dribbling one of my eyes is closed come Whoever on wants to hear that like hey buy a, a new sexy magazine full of grand <laughs> women and men you don't want to be grand stop just yeah so don't so you can't don't tag the me first anymore. time I mean I've I've had my picture in a lot of newspapers. No, mainly right. the... Uh, Here's another thing that makes me angry. Okay, go on. But the first time I ever... And obviously, I'm not a model, and I had done a documentary for RT, and a Sunday newspaper did a feature, and they said, oh, we're going to give you the cover of the telly magazine. It's like, oh my God, that's so exciting. The picture. <laughs> oh, no. And they took, they, they took a dozen pictures. My eyes are half closed. And it's obviously... So I'm kind of squinting, and my mouth is kind of at a weird angle. And it was the cover picture. It, it really upset but me. Now, most surely... people don't know. No one else gives a shite. No, and but of you course, do, though. Like, oh, well, we are in a world And I'm not being hard on myself. It was just a picture of my eyes half closed. And I said, why would you put them in the front yeah. of a magazine? And he was like, that was still the best one. You go, oh, okay, oh no, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> but surely, that, like, you know, get it till you do it right. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, this is going to be a front of a magazine. You're Lads, the photographer, seriously. pal. Yeah. The funny thing is now, I don't mind the bad pictures now. Like, I have pictures when I was travelling, like, through Southeast Asia and Australia. And at the time, I remember going, oh, my God, I look fat or I look sunburnt or my eyes are half closed. And you're so hard on yourself. Yeah. Especially as a woman. I look back now and I go, no, I, I was, look, I'm laughing my head off. I'm having, yeah. I'm having a good time. And the big one is, don't want to get all soppy here, but when you, it, you know, if you become a parent, especially for women, those first few weeks that you have a new baby, just... It, Unless, like, people have full makeup done for a post-natal shoot. Like, fuck those people. <laughs> but I remember saying it to my husband, going, don't take a picture, I look wrecked. He's like, oh, well, he said, I'm not going to show them to anybody. I love those pictures now. Exactly. And yeah, I'm bleary-eyed and red-faced and I haven't slept in a while. And I don't just look, produced a baby. I don't look great. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Nice one. Because it used to be a thing where, in America, I remember this guy we worked with in, in the States and his wife had a baby and he sent us pictures. And she had her hands around the baby's head. Her nails were done. She had false eyelashes. Her hair was quaffed. And of course, we all just said, cute baby. Well, what the fuck? Come yeah, on. Exactly. And he said, oh no, he said, there's this uh, crowd you can book and they will come in and do your hair and makeup and nails. I was like, nah. Nah, give, uh, me, give me the bleary yeah, eyed, leaky boobed, red faced mum going, <laughs> just don't show it to the world. Anyway, it makes me angry. It does make it angry. makes me angry. But there's something happened to you at a bus recently. Oh, stop. Stop it. The <laughs> thing is, though, every time I give out about public transport on this podcast or on Twitter, I always get a bit of a backlash. And you know what? It's always from people, empricks, <laughs> who don't rely on public transport. I right. think people assume that I'm some, you know, privileged tosser who drives everywhere and They're occasionally probably... gets a bus and is unhappy when it's You're not empty. You're always on the bus or on your feet, I'm aren't not. You? I'm always on a bus or on my feet or on a tram or on a train. And and if you rely on public transport, and this is not London where they come along every five minutes, and I was waiting on Merrion Square in Dublin at the start of um, the bus street for the 15B and I just got off another bus because I'd come from the Venus Park and I thought this is great I've managed to coordinate to be in, in Rathmines for something and I was chatting to the bus driver on the bus I just got off because he'd stopped there and he goes oh here comes the bus now and I was like okay and he put his hand out the window to flag it there's two more women waiting there so I stepped out in front of the bus and waved at him and said well, you're not stopping and he kind of gave this dismissive flick of his hand and kept driving what? I went no and the other bus driver said Jesus, I'm really sorry. I said, what happened there? Was it because you were parked here and he was didn't want to stop in the middle of the road? Or what have I missed? He goes, I've no idea, but he should have. And he said, look, you need to complain about that. I was like, you know, their new um, their, their new campaign, their new employment campaign is called Get Thanked for a Living. Try stopping. And someone said to me, you know, they've reduced the fares by 20%. I go, yeah, they stop with 20% less stops too. And yours was one of them. Fuck off. Well, so I did a- complain. Yeah. And then you get people saying, it's happened to me. And also, the next bus was, wasn't for 20 minutes. So I had to get a taxi because I couldn't walk in time. I'd have been late for That's my meeting. So I'm sorry. I don't know if this still happens. Um, I don't get bus. I'm looking. I've got a, a dart near, nearby, and I don't get a lot of buses. But I do remember I was bullied by a bus a few weeks oh, ago. Do you remember that? On the other, yeah. It seems as if he just followed me. It was like that. Um, I think I think there was a, a old horror film years ago just called The Car, and it just <laughs> it just like like Rudger Hauer I think was in it as well. And he just this angry car just followed people and killed them. But I thought this bus was just an angry wow. bus, so I don't have good relationship with us however however I knew that this thing happened to you this morning I was waiting I was in my car sorry I was not an SUV trying to get into traffic and a bus man stopped and let me out so there are good guys out there like the guy that was standing with you I know loads and I actually know some of the bus drivers by name and like there was a guy who stopped the bus and beeped and went how are you Maya out the window 
It's like ah, because I know him. Awesome. I get his, it, so there's lots of lovely, lovely bus drivers. So he probably didn't and I also I also acknowledge that of all the public transports, <laughs> driving a bus is the most thankless one and the most difficult one because it's the one where you have to see people and see the drugs. If you're driving a Dart, or you're Lewis, in your cab. If you're in the Lewis, yeah. you're in the cab as well. You're separate. On a bus, people get up and they go, "You were late. Why yeah. the fuck were you late?" And you go, "Jesus, oh. mate, I was stuck in traffic." Or you get abuse, or you get racial abuse, or you get a drunk coming on. So they have to deal. I mean, this bus driver, you get assaulted. So, uh, you know, I do understand that it is the most difficult. Yeah, of, but still, stop at the 15th bus stop there, will you, when you're supposed to? Stop! Yeah. The one that used to kill me is that uh, you're at a bus stop, there was one bus stopped already, separate bus to yours. It might be a bus stop that has 700 routes on it. And you go, oh, here's mine in the distance. But because you're blocked from the other bus, can they just not pull in behind and wait and wait and they just flies by? Uh, That's the one no, for no, me. No, 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 That's, no. Actually, look at me getting angry again. I, 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 I'll get what the bus we gonna, eventually. What are we going to do with I'll our, get the bus again when they sponsor this podcast. What are we going to do with our rage? Well, ugh. take oh, it out God. in the bottle. Anyway, do you know what I found out? There was actually a thing called Cleodynamics. Get in. Now, I haven't done enough research because okay. I was rather time poor. Sounds so good. people can just go and Google it. The end. Goodbye. No, but it's... Because I had to walk it and is, couldn't get It looks at history as a science, which is odd because you can't normally look at stuff that human beings do mathematically. But it looks at history in mathematical terms with that kind of logic. And apparently, anger is cyclical and... There, it, it kind of every fifty years we get this kind of surge. Is that of, why you have world wars of, of rage? Well, kind of uh, world wars and things like pandemics aside. So the dates they gave were 1870, 1920, 1970, which would mean, according to that, the next one would be twenty twenty, which kind of we're did kind happen in the middle. Jesus. Yeah. At least I'll be, dead. I'll be dead for apparently. the next one. Cleo Dynamics. And now, there, there, there's, there's wiggle room. For, uh, there is wiggle room for things like Russian invasions and world right, wars yeah. and pandemics and stuff like that. But it kind of makes sense. Sort of, you think about stuff like equality and inequality and all these things that happen. And people put up with it for a while. Like we joke about kind of the 70s and what, what went on there with kind of, you know... Abuse of lots of people, and you put up with it, you put up with it, and you go, No, 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 I'm mad as hell, I'm not going to take it anymore. But I think it takes a while for these things to come to but kind then, of a peak, and then, builds, people, then everybody gets angry. But isn't is that what, like, you know, but anger good, is an energy? But it's is good to get pill? angry to, it is, it's good to get angry to achieve something, you know, yeah. if you want to achieve marriage equality, if you want to achieve gender yeah. equality, or close the pay gap, this or the racial crux, equality. Yeah, right. yeah. But I think you have to do it in the right anger. kind of way. Yeah. And the same with, you know, the thing about to use, say, the marriage referendum which was only a few years ago, um, it wasn't actually anger that changed people's minds. People got very angry and then the people that went, you know what, I'm actually a gay man. This is my partner. All we want is to get married yeah. and have no effect on you. Or personal stories about repeal the eighth. The people who went screaming on both sides, I don't think achieved yeah. anything. The people who told calm, rational, personal stories going, hey, I'm just like you yeah. and this happened to me or this is my... They go, okay, you know what? Yeah, I get it. But also you do and realise as well that if you make a decision while angry, you like probably 99% of the time regret it. I know. So I give you 4am in Abracababra. It's like, no, <laughs> should have gone for the donor. <laughs> or, or just, donor? No. I meant donor. We need a kebab donor. That's a whole... Yeah. <laughs> it was a great joke uh, by Emo Phillips. He said, uh, I had a donor kebab recently. <laughs> My body rejected it. <laughs> I'm miss gigging with those people. The worst thing is, that's what I was trying to build up to a joke and then I... Gave the punch it's okay, I'm here first. for you. I'm here I gave for you. the punchline right. first and said donor. And I was don't get, whatever you do, don't get angry about it. 
Okay. And, and whatever you do I'm as just, well is don't ever tell I've let a woman down. to calm down. Oh, that's uh, that, 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 <laughs> Don't tell anyone to calm down. Exactly. That just kicks fucking it's everything It's like, ooh, up. don't wear knickers on a twist. Excuse me. Yeah. What? What? I don't wear them. So it's a case of just, so there's a way of, anger will be, be layered. And I was just thinking, when you said that uh, this um, Cleo... Cleo Dynamics. Cleo Dynamics. Is that so, the, the angry people, think of the two most uh, obvious angry people in history. We had Putin recently and we've Hitler. So yeah. these people felt slighted 10, 15, 20 years before they erupted. So when you think Putin had this thing, he hated the fact that uh, old Mother Russia was yeah. deconstructed and he got in at the ground level from KGB to yeah. FSB to rise through the ranks to, to finally be in power to do what he did. Yeah. And same with Hitler felt done by, by the Treaty of Versailles. And so these things, like that's pathological and psychological then if you wait that long in the long grass to... And you're right. Event. I've just realised like, 1870 wasn't that Franco-Prussian War which again started how many years before? Nice. Are we so, right? We so need to get a history bills, time. Yeah. So what you're saying is yeah. we need to find the angry people and tell them to calm down. <laughs> right. I don't think as a nation Irish people are angry or angry enough I think because like well, okay, you yeah. see look at the protests. French oh. you know what I mean the French protest well <laughs> uh, they do it well like, if, like you know we're going to shut down bring all the sheep up from the country and close yeah. down the city for a while but they they have a history of protesting and rioting and, and cutting people's heads off and all of, yeah they do it's we not, don't let's not go that but far we've been fighting people for always years. say god but the French police like, they just don't take it our guards are a pushover the French police don't take it because they've had a lot of time to, to have to build up that police force Right. I remember being in Paris as a kid and when the riot vans would come into town Jesus they were terrifying and these massive men get out and they're armed and they're in flak jackets and you know we'd know the local guard by name and he'd have kind of small truncheon <laughs> <laughs> Was that his name? Oh, come on. <laughs> Bonjour small truncheon But you know it's lovely <laughs> I refuse to yeah. answer to that name It's kind of nice that we didn't need it but yes I think that Irish people I think we are getting better at taking to the streets. Now, let's argue the French now do it too much. And like, you know, the, the gilets jaunes and everything the last few years. And they take it too far, don't they? I do think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what's the gilets gilet jaunes? You know, the yellow vest protest. Ah, yeah. Jesus. After poor old But that's all wrong Macron. people hijacking that though, to be fair. Like hijacking those things. Like, so, yeah, like, but the, the, the French arguably get too angry. We don't get angry enough. But I think we're getting angrier. I mean, protests now around Dublin, like... They happen in bigger numbers. And think of things like repeal the aid, the marriage referendum, even things like the, you know, the oh, micro Don't say the, the water. No, the micro, no, no, their people, the they deserve it. Yeah. I, yeah. And they deserve to be supported. And they need to have their, their Give them 100%. Heard. But the thing is, we now get angrier behind closed doors. And social media, obviously, yeah. in every show, every episode we do, social media imp- impacts it in some way. And then you're aware of forums. Oh my right. God! Like, when you become a parent, like the, I stay away from like mums and roller exist? coaster, oh, okay, and right. they are just an exercise. But a rabbit hole of polarity for as the well, most are they? Part. They are. If, if you stand back and look back, like are they just and like ridiculous? what's a boards.ie? Is that still in existence? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And right. Anything. I mean, the opinions people have on there about <laughs> people in the media, about newsworthy stories, and you know, especially something something bad happens and somebody is killed or something awful happens. You look at boards.ie and there'll be this thread of like 259 pages where they have hung, drawn and quartered somebody who they just saw in the background on the news. It's bizarre. Okay, well, the rage my th- generated my- by online forums. Yeah, well, my thing about them is don't, if they say stuff about you, it doesn't exist unless they say it to your face. So I, I, I this is how I take, um, my take on this and how I don't get angry and vengeful and like, 
ruin the world, is that I don't believe that anybody exists online unless I've met them. So they can say whatever it is oh, they want I about me. I love your delusions. And, that's a way, <laughs> yeah. I, and I know you set up a false oh. account, Maya, don't be. Stop calling me that. So that the thing about it is, I'm not saying that people should not get angry, but read the room and focus yeah. your anger. Well, that's actually, all this, on that, that is. last thing I'll say on this is the, the work from home phenomenon, 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 apparently is setting people's social skills back and people are getting angrier because if you work in an office with say 20 people and you have to go and talk to Paddy from accounts about something and you go and talk to Paddy from accounts face to face and you might be cross about your bonus not coming through or something happening with your wage slip it's unlikely to escalate in a chat beside the water cooler but if you email them and you walk around going no I'm going to email him no fuck it I'm going to email him (laughs) and it's easy to be very angry in an email or a text it's not as easy face to face and apparently without that kind of networking and the, the kind of jovial chats that you have like morning how are you how was your evening that you don't have really over email that bit is taken out the social aspect's taken out and all you have is the work stuff and it's very easy to, for it to spill into anger apparently I, I, I don't work in an but office also again, and again my last take on this is tone in emails and texts are always misconstrued oh I God, think so yeah. it's easy so the idea so the thing is now someone said recently there was on a on that's a, what emojis a are for can I, can I get, yeah can, wink, can wink, I, wink 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 can I just can we talk about this yeah. and a phone call here's solved, your P45 wink 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 oh god <laughs> yeah anyway listen we better wrap it up that's it for this week I'm off to Guyanese to scream into a large beanbag <laughs> if you like what you heard please make sure to subscribe and don't write any shit reviews you know what I mean it's just like if you're angry take it out in somebody else take it out in the garden and some slugs and weeds or something like that uh, we do like to read re- your reviews and we do like the five stars so hit that five stars tell your friends about us and help us get up the charts yep and please feel free to get in touch at readtheroom at goloudnow.com we have no idea who's checking that email <laughs> no. I thought he was he thought I was but <laughs> Some, we'll, we'll start checking it or find me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy and be kind to her please and I'm a Paddy C. Courtney and we'll be back next week unless we're cut out and what does the C stand for this week Paddy C. Courtney? Cranky! <laughs> Read the Room is recorded created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios they'll be back next week unless they're cancelled LOL uh, Right um, I don't I have a family member Who will remain nameless Who thinks LOL Means lots of love And she texts me saying I've got bad news Like you know Auntie so and so died LOL And you go Oh no No Someone has to tell her But it's too late now